Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast wellness spot, where we focus on health and wellness and how you can reclaim your health and life today. You're in the right place if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you've been helping so many others, it's time to help yourself. In a time when health and wellness can be so confusing, I'll share my knowledge as a nurse and 20 years in wellness and help you navigate through. You will hear stories of people who have used the Shackley products, including me, as they have truly been a game changer for health. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to pay attention to your health and how making a smart plan with natural choices can help you live your best life today. Well, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Moy Rogorski, and uh, I am so thrilled that you continue to come back and listen. It really means a lot to me. And I really feel like I wanted to come on here today to talk about um, some things that have really been on my heart and in a positive way, but just something that some things that I'm learning, which are just really pretty incredible. So if you follow me on social media, if you're a friend of mine here um, in Illinois or around, you will know that I have started to take ballroom dance lessons. And it is amazing what I have learned, not only the steps for my ballroom dance, but it's amazing what I have learned in the last few months. You know, I just started the end of July. I took a free class. And uh, so we're in the beginning of December now. And just in those few short months, um, I have learned some incredible things, not just about dance, but really how, really about life. And I wanted to share them with you because I just think it's important. And I'm sure that there's going to be more and more podcasts where I get on and tell you some more musings about what I'm learning, learning about myself as I move across the dance floor. But um, I have like four or five things, about four things today that I wanted to share with you that I think are pretty, that just keep coming up for me. And I just think it's, again, I think it's really, I wanted to share it because there are things that I just never expected. You know, if you've listened to my podcast for the last um, less than a year, you know that life's been a little rough for me. I've had some stresses, some stresses with my, with our daughter, um, with just life in general. And um, as I have found myself back to me and reclaimed my health and my life, I continue to find, look for things that I can do to bring joy into my life. And I've always thought, you know, I had a friend in high school um, I still, he's still a friend of mine, but in high school, we used to um, go to the dances and things and we would dance together and he was a really good lead. And so I always, and I love music. Um, I have played the piano since I was five. And although I don't uh, play it so much anymore, um, I played it all through growing up and even into college. And I, so I love music. Music means a lot to me. It moves me. It, and I like to dance, although I don't feel like I'm that good, but I really like to dance, and I always thought that if I had a good lead, that I could dance well. And so, again, all of those things coupled together, and I have a friend of mine, a couple of friends who've taken dance lessons, just a free lesson, at this particular studio in the next town over, so I thought, you know what, I'll give it a try. And so I walked in there and decided to take a free lesson at the Fred Astaire Dance Studio that's in the next town over for me. And I liked it so much that I thought I would try a few classes. And so I signed up for the first five lessons to give it a try where the um, instructor told me that he said, you know, I'll introduce you to the different dances. And if you like those, then I'll tell you about the next section and all of those type of things. So I started and um, 
I stepped into the studio and I got to tell you, I started to really love it. And I started to hear from my dance teacher that I had a lot of potential. (laughs) And uh, I really, I don't know, I had a hard time believing that. I still have a hard time believing it sometimes. But, you know, as a result of that, again, here we are at the beginning of December and I'm completely hooked. And I'm having so much fun. And it's a place that I can go to. I can step into the studio and just forget about life. Now, sometimes it's hard to relax because I got a lot of stuff going on. So I'm still working on that. But it's a place that I can step in. And for an hour, I am just doing something fun and completely out of my comfort zone. And um, again, really, really enjoying it. And I have to tell you that I get so many, so much feedback from you guys who, um, you know, send your comments and and tell me how much you enjoy it too. So anyway, so let me talk about a few things that I really have learned during this time. So the first one is trust. Again, it's not about, it is about, yes, on the dance floor, but what I'm finding is that what I'm learning on the dance floor translates to life, right? And as I learn this on the dance floor, it's going to help me become, and it is helping me become a better person, a better wife, a better mom, a better business leader, you know, all just a better person. And so these are a few of my musings about that. So let's talk about trust. So, you know, when you have a good lead, when you have somebody that's great at um, leading, that's awesome, right? You can trust them because you know that they're going to lead you. So it really, there needs to be a lot of trust there. And I'll start out, I should have said in the beginning that, so the couple that owns the studio that I go to are a couple from Moldova who are national ballroom dance champs. So they are the best. And so why not have somebody that's the best um, that leads you? um, And that's who I have with Dimitri. So he is my dance instructor. I go and this is something for me that I do by myself. And so he's a great lead. And so I can trust him with that, right? So I can trust him that he knows what he's doing. And then I can trust that. But I found that even when you have a good lead, so somebody that is leading you that you can trust, it's not just you going blindly along. I mean, you've got to put some effort in. And he's told me that as he leads, I've got to give some resistance. I have to be there, right, for him to lead me. It's not just him, again, if you will, kind of dragging me along and me going blindly. I mean, when you have a good lead, that's awesome because they're that strong lead. But you've got to be there with that, engaged and present there with that lead. So, again, trusting that. Um, trusting that he can lead me, but also not doing it blindly. I find that that's very interesting. The second thing is confidence. Now, I am pretty confident a speaker. <laughs> I have been, uh, you know, helping people and coaching people for the last 20 years. Um, I've spoken to small groups of people. I've talked one-on-one to people all the way up to r- large groups of people. I've spoken in front of, um, you know, five or 6,000 people. And um, I dress up and I'm well prepared. And because of that, I'm confident when I get up on the stage or get up in front of a group. But, um, and I find that ballroom dancers are by far the most confident people that I have ever met. I mean, it's like taking confidence to a whole new level. And I'm dealing with this whole idea of being confident on the dance floor. And somebody said to me, well, you can speak in front of people. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's different. It's different than I can different than being confident 
to speak in front of people as opposed to dance in front of people. And yet I'm learning as I reflect back on how I've become more confident and how I have become confident in being able to speak in front of people. It's kind of the same thing that I need to do on the dance floor to get confident. Um, you know, I have found that, again, when I was preparing for a speech in front of five, 6,000 people at a convention, I did a lot of practice. And I did a lot of, you know, I wrote the speech, and then I changed the speech, and I improved the speech, and I took things, things out, and I practiced it, and I practiced with a teleprompter, and I wrote on dance. I did lots of, lots of practicing. And because of that, then I memorized it. And it was you know, again, that memory, I remember when I was on stage, I, and I could probably recite half of the speech now because I, I put it to memory. And as they talk about in dance, you've got to do the practicing and you have to do the routines over and over again and come often. Don't just come once a month. I'm always encouraged to come, or not once a month, but uh, once a week. Um, I'm always encouraged to take two lessons a week if I can, if I can afford the time and the money, because it's the more you practice and the more frequently you practice, it's like that mus- your muscles learn that and it's that muscle memory. And it's the techniques and it's the basics of learning that over and over again. And then you can become more confident. Just like I became more confident speaking in front of people, I can become, as I continue to practice, these routines and the techniques and the dance that I'm going to become more confident with my dance steps um, on the dance floor. And I also, when I was thinking about that today, um, I thought about when I was studying piano. I mean, I remember when I uh, took piano lessons from um, a gentleman in high school. When we moved here, I was I was born in in the Detroit area, and then I moved out east and lived there for 11 years, and I was practicing piano there. And then I moved, we moved here to the Midwest when I was in high school. And I started to work with a, a different piano instructor. He was pretty good. And he required a lot from me. And I just remembered with him, as well as some, you know, of the instructors before, like, like practicing scales and scales and patterns and patterns, like over and over again, like ad nauseum. But you do that so that then when you go and you put that scale or that pattern in the set of music, then it just comes so easily. So it's the same kind of thing, right? So it's practicing that and committing it to memory um, or that muscle memory can really help you become more confident, piano playing, dancing, speaking, those type of things. So again, I'm learning so much about my own confidence level and how, um, again, how I can continue to be more and more confident. And I have to tell you, the third thing is body image. And now this is a podcast, as you know, that we talk about addictions and disorders and um, overcoming those and wellness as well. And you know that I've had my own eating disorder in my um, in my college years. And, you know, there's been some uh, self-confidence issues and there's been some body image issues. And I really feel like and I know that I have come a long ways in that I have a lot more confidence in the way that I look than I have way in the past, but put yourself into a dance studio in front of a big mirror and an instructor that says, come on, look at yourself. Look at yourself. Look at how great you look. Great. And then you need to move this way and shake this way and do this, that. And it has really um, made me realize that um, I got a little work to do on my body image and I really should be continually grateful and okay with the way that I look. Because 
I look pretty good, right? But so many times, like, and we know that with eating disorders, it's such a distorted view that we have of ourselves. And even not just if you have disordered eating, but just so many women and, and men, but I'll speak for women here, that we are so, we are our worst critic, right, for us. I mean, we look great and all we see is the flaws. And I have to say that Dimitri said to me yesterday when we were dancing, he said, because I tend to be so in my head and um, sometimes have a hard time relaxing. He says, you know what you need to do is look at all of the good things that you do instead of looking at the bad, right? Instead of taking your thoughts to all the bad things and all the mistakes, focus on the good, right? And so, yeah, my body may not be perfect and I may jiggle a little bit here and whatever, have a little shape here, but but overall, like, what's good? I'm healthy at a, as a 57-year-old woman who can step into a studio and learn to dance. And and I'm so grateful for that. And I, again, I just, these are things that I'm learning that I'm coming right up into that to say, okay, Moira, come on, get over yourself. You look great. Again, for a 57-year-old woman, you can move across the dance floor. Um, you're healthy and and that's okay, right? We have to be okay uh, with that. And I am okay with that. And I'm just here to say that, you know, there's some days that I, you know, that I struggle with it. And, um, and I know that some of you guys do too. So, and again, it's just, it's really making me um, just continue to, to think about that again, and get out of my own way and like, be, again, be confident in my body image. And that, that really, it's, it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, I've, I think I've said it before in these, in these episodes, you know, it doesn't matter the number on the scale. It doesn't matter if you have a little flaw here or there, because you know what, that's, that's you, that's the uniqueness of you. And I found too, that again, just throughout life, as I have started to dance and like, try to feel, feel into my body I've realized that there, I think I've lived a lot of, at least the last many years, kind of in a state, a little bit state of numbness and kind of being on autopilot. And dance really requires you to get in touch with your body and how it's feeling on the inside. And again, not being in your head, but just being in your heart and being in your body and feeling that. And that's an, it's really it's a it's a beautiful feeling and yet it's taking me day after day to just continue to work on that and feel things and be aware of those feelings and as my friend Jennifer says like feel into my body and again so much I'm speaking for myself so much of the time we live either in our heads or we just live ourselves on autopilot and then we're not feeling and so this dance is really helping me connect with my body and connect with my feelings and um, in the way that I feel in my body. And it's pretty, again, it's pretty cool. It can be not unsettling in a bad way, but it's just like, it's very, it's, it's, I am noticing things in the way that I feel. And when I move, I'm noticing things that I haven't noticed in a long time. And you know, what's really cool is, is that's pretty exciting. Because I find that this dance that I'm doing, again, it's just some dance lessons, right? 
but no, it's become so much more that this is really opening up a part of me and opening up a part of my heart that really hasn't been opened up in a long time. And uh, that gets me a little choked up. But uh, I have to say it's all good, right? Because like I said, I stepped in thinking, okay, this is dance and it's translating into so many other things. So so the last thing is, last thing, there's lots of things, but another thing, certainly the last thing that's on my list here is belief. Now, I have spoken on that big stage about belief before and how we, sometimes we don't believe in ourselves and we need to find somebody that believes in us before we, you know, can believe in ourselves. And I, I, I counsel people on that all the time. And like, you got to believe in yourself and I believe in you and I see this potential in you. And so I'm going to keep pouring that belief in you. I mean, that's what I found as I've stepped in and I've, I've started to dance with my partner, with Dimitri. That's what he did right from the beginning. And it was a little like, I don't know if I really believe that, but he said from the very start that he saw my potential. And he, again, he said that I have potential and he said, you know, I'm here to support you and help you get better. And, you know, he's the one that's pouring that belief into me as I'm not necessarily believing in myself. And it's an awesome experience when you have somebody that believes in you as much as he does in me. And I found myself even in the beginning thinking, nah, you know what, he's probably just saying that, right? Because he wants me to stay as a student and, you know, he wants to fill the dance classes and things like that. But you know what? I don't, I mean, yeah, that's, he has a business. We all, I mean, he, but it's really, he sees the potential in me and he keeps telling me and he keeps pouring that belief. And I got to tell you, when you find somebody that is a great coach of yours, a great support, if it's your your spouse or your friend um, or your boss at work, when you find somebody that believes in you so much, it's an awesome space to be in. And, um, and it's challenging because as I continue to hear those things that he's saying to me, like, and he goes, you got to believe in yourself. I'm like, you're great. And like, what is it? <laughs> what is it that happens when, and I can tell you what it is, like we get in our own ways. And I'm speaking for myself. I, I hear all of this and I go and, and I dance and I do pretty good. Right. And I have other people and many of you that are listening today, tell me that they're like, wow, you look great on the dance floor. You're like so smooth and you look so great. And like, you're doing a great job. And yet, as I continue to hear that, there's still those voices in my head that keeps telling me, well, maybe you're not that good because you're not as good as Betty and you're not as good as Cindy. And as Dimitri will say, well, guess what? They've been dancing for 12 years or six years and you've been dancing for four months. So you're great and you have potential and that's, that's where you should sit. And that's where he puts me. He's right there saying, I believe in you for where you're at now and where I can where I can take you. It's really about, I'm learning with this belief thing. It's about, it's about the process. It's about the progress. Um, it's not about perfection, but it's, it's just, again, it's challenging. It's tough, but I know that having somebody that believes in you, it's just so, 
you know, it's just, it's so great. And again, I have, I tell people that all of the time, like you got to believe and you've got so much potential. and I know you can do this. And then when it's right here, that I'm the one that's got to deal with that. It's again, it's just been really, really interesting. Just brought me front and center to like, really Moira, like you got to practice what you preach, right? And so that's, that's, again, what I'm doing. And again, it's still, it's a challenge. And it's very exciting. It's just something that (laughs) even I just have to um, chuckle a little bit as I was because now I'm on my, what is it my third? I'm in the the beginning bronze level. So that's the third section that I've, you know, I took a few classes, and I took a few more. And now I'm in the third, you know, and um, as Dimitri and Christina were explaining the whole program to me and how long it takes and the different dances and he's going on and on and on and this and that and and I just stopped him and I said listen <laughs> I'm in I'm completely hooked I'm just gonna you know find a way to pay for you know pay for this and and I have to tell you that I'm completely hooked so I totally believe in it even though it's challenging so I'm here to tell you to be brave because that's what I'm doing and it's really exciting because as I've thought about just other things that I've done in my life, marathon training, for instance, you know, I've done five marathons in my life. And I've told many, many people, as I've learned myself, that it's not like, and when you do training for the marathon, it's not necessarily about race day. Like race day is just like, go out and run, right? Relax and go and run because you've put in all the work. And it's not about the race day. It's about who you become along the way. And I see that that's exactly what's happening with ballroom dance. It's really not about the dancing. It's who I'm becoming along the way. And it's not at all what I thought it was going to be when I walked into that studio some four or five months ago. And it's exciting and it's challenging. And I'm sticking with it because you know what? I truly believe that I was divinely led to walking in that dance studio. Some, uh, four months ago. And that's something that I've learned along the way too, is to just, is to listen to those little nudges that come along and um, the people that you meet or those ideas that you have. And this was just an idea that I had and I really didn't take it very seriously. I just kind of walked in and said, hey, let's have a little bit of fun. And as I look back, even just four months from then, I believe that I was divinely led because this is changing me and challenging me in ways that I really never, never expected. And I'm in, I'm committed to the long race. I'm committed to the long run. I'm committed to learning um, and growing and having fun on the dance floor, even though it's a challenge. And, you know, I just, I wanted to share this with you today because I think there might be some of you guys sitting in the same spot thinking, you know what, I... I want something different in my life. I want something to be different. Um, I want some changes and like, I don't know what to do. And as my girlfriend said to me, as I was talking about, as I was talking about dance and just the way that I was feeling and I'm being encouraged to enter a competition and just trying to figure out, should I do that or not? And like trying to come to terms with like, I don't know, should I? And everyone's saying, yeah, you should do it. Yes, you should do it. And I just was having a hard time saying yes. And as my friend shared with me, I said, you know, I just didn't, I don't know what's going on. And she said, Moira, haven't you been, (laughs) haven't you been praying for something that would come into your life or something that would change in your life that would make things better? Like, well, well, yes, I have been, but 
I didn't expect it to be dance. So I'm here to tell you just, you never know what is coming your way, but just be open to it and, and, and be brave. And even if you're afraid to just feel the fear and do it anyway, and find someone that you trust and find someone that believes in you if you don't believe in yourself and, you know, trust that. And I'm here to tell you that sometimes you just have to get out of your own way. And I'm telling you, I'm saying that from experience because that's what I need to do every day is I've got to get out of my own way in order for my life to be different and for it to be better and for me to move forward in life. And it's not, you know, people say, oh, you're next for Dancing with the Stars. You know, I'm not going to Dancing with the Stars. But you know what? I'm going to continue to dance and I'm going to continue to be open to what it's going to teach me about life. Because in just since July, it has taught me so much. And uh, I'm so, I'm just so thankful uh, for that. So as I say, it's about who I'm becoming and about this transformation that's happening inside of me. That's super exciting. And I don't know where it's leading me. But I know that it's leading me to someplace better because it's challenging me and um, it is continuing to make me a better person. So, so what about you? You know, what about you in the challenges that you're facing? I'm just here to, to tell you again to, to, to be open, to be open to what's coming your way and to do the, challenge, do the next challenging thing, feel the feelings in your body and don't miss out because, you know, life is too short. That's what I've thought as I've thought that, like, why not? Why not take a dance class? Why not enter a competition? Why not, you know, be in the holiday show? Like, why not, right? Because life is too short. We are not promised tomorrow. And with what we saw that happened this last year, like, we don't know what's going to happen. And so why not just seize the day and do it today, even though you're afraid? Because because why not, right? You deserve it. And we all deserve to be happy. So cheers to Dimitri, who's my dance instructor. Cheers to Oleg, who I've just met, who is a new dance instructor at the studio. He's not a new dance instructor, but he's new to me in the studio. So cheers to Oleg, cheers to Dimitri, and cheers to dancing. And cheers to just all of you who continue to come back and listen and support me on this podcast. Um, I'm sure there will be plenty of other times that I come on and have some other musings about, about dancing and what it's teaching me. But today I wanted to share those things about trust and about having a good lead, about belief, about confidence, about body image, and just about, again, we, it's never too late to do something different and to step through that door of opportunity that, seems to be right in front of us. And maybe we're afraid, but walk through it anyway, right? Because life's too short. And uh, as I always say on this, we should be living our best lives. And I'm here to support you on that. And no expert, but I'm here living it right along with you and pushing past those fears and really um, challenge myself so that I can live my best life. So thanks for listening, everybody, today. Again, thanks for coming back to listen. I truly appreciate it. I love all the reviews. I love the shares. I love the text. And um, again, keep watching on social media. If you're not following me in there, find me on Facebook. That's where I share my videos and my posts about ballroom dancing. So find me there, follow along. Again, do the things 
that can challenge you and help you live your best life today. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.